0: And welcome to morning prayer. It's Pastor Maria Murphy. So glad to be with you today. It is Thursday. (laughs) Thursday. So our volume is on. I heard that. Uh, It is Thursday, September the fifteenth, and uh, we are here together for prayer Uh, for those who come on. Just join if you join us live, even if you join us after. Say hello. Uh, so we can greet you. Uh, Always glad to know who's uh, praying with us. Always a joy to know that. Uh, And just uh, come on in and we're going to just pray and make our supply available. Amen. We had a good time of prayer uh, yesterday at church. Good morning, Mr. Rob. God bless you today. We had a good time praying together. Uh, at uh, church, we are just continuing our prayer assignment and we thank God for the opportunity uh, to do that together. And so this morning, I was reading in the book of John, uh, chapter first six and seven, I was reading, and uh, I'm sure this happened throughout the book of John. But uh, I find it interesting that in John chapter one, Paul uh, John tells us about uh, how Jesus is the word. Uh, Jesus is the light. He talks about he's the living word and how um, and, and, and also the light that lights our life. Uh, and he, he talks about uh, those things in John chapter one. And then in verse chapter six and seven, he gives the account of when Jesus, uh, he was talking to the people about his relationship with God. And he called God his father, and he t- he was talking to them how he gets his messages through the father, and how you know he originated with the father, and uh, he was talking about that the heavenly father. But then John highlights how the people could not get away from how Jesus was, you know, and who Jesus' natural father was. He kept trying to lead them and guide them into, you know, my father in heaven. And they're like, well, what about, good morning, happy Thursday, Ivan. He's like, what about, um, your heavenly, your natural father, Joseph? They kept, you know, what about your natural father? They kept bringing him back to that. Joseph, Joseph, what about your family? And so they kept reminding him who he was. And every time he would say something about the father and they're like, wait, Isn't he the guy from Galilee, his father? You know, they kept bringing him back to that. And uh, they admitted, there were verses in there that they admitted that his teaching was unlike anyone else's teaching. And they're like, how does he know so much when he wasn't trained here? You know, and they were like, yeah. And then some said, well, he must be the Messiah because uh, who would do more miracles than he does? Like he's doing all the miracles. So they admitted that. Uh, but then even when they said that they're like, but we know where this man comes from in John chapter seven, verse 27, they're like, he's teaching is amazing. And look at the miracles he does. He must be the Messiah. And then they would say, but we know where he comes from and no one will know where the Messiah comes from. And then at one point it says no prophet or no Messiah will ever come from Galilee. None. And so they, they just kept looking at him in the natural. They kept seeing what they saw. They kept reminding themselves, wait, Joseph is his father. And so Jesus kept telling them all these things and, and, and performing miracles and doing all these things, and they kept just missing it. So much so that uh, at the end, they kept questioning every word he said. At the end of uh, John... It says that he could do no mighty work. It said he could do no mighty work. Uh, because. But then remember, it said everywhere that Jesus went, he healed. He performed miracles. He cast out devils. He, he, he did all of these miracles, performed all of them. But it said here he could do no mighty work because of their unbelief. Because of their unbelief. And it also said, uh, some say because of their offense, they were offended like, who is this Joseph's son telling us this, this and this? Who does he think he is? They were offended and they didn't believe. And that the flow of miracles and the flow of healing, the flow, the anointing of God was on Jesus at all times, that everywhere he went, He, it says he healed them all, but at this location, their doubt, their unbelief, their offense stopped them from getting in the flow of that healing, the flow of that anointing that was flowing from him. Why? Because of how they looked at him. It's interesting that John talks about how John the Baptist said, Behold, like he was baptizing people, and then Jesus walked by and he said, Behold, which means to look intently on, look intently on him, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He told them, Look on him. Well, they looked, but they didn't see. Unfortunately, a lot of them didn't see. John 1 tells us, He came to his own, And his own received him not. But then it says in verse 12, but to many, as many as received him, to them gave he the power to become the children of God. He gave them the right, the authority. And so it says in verse 14, John himself says, we saw his glory as he lived among us. And then in John 1, 16, he said, we received grace upon grace because we received him. And John said, he revealed, Jesus revealed God to them. See, some saw who he really was. Some saw who he really, really was. Because remember, Jesus kept telling them all through John 6 and 7, my words are spirit and they are life. And he kept trying to tell them, I'm the bread of life. And they're like trying to filter that through their brain. Remember, everything we receive from Jesus, we receive in our spirit. Think about it. When you receive Jesus and you said, uh, God in heaven, I believe that Jesus is your son. And that he died on the cross. If you said, you know, something similar to that. When you say, I believe, you're not saying, God in heaven, I believe with my brain that Jesus, no, that's not what we're saying. We're saying, I believe with my heart. My physical eyes were not there to see Jesus die on the cross. My hands, my physical hands did not touch and did not, was not involved in any of that. But my heart touches it with faith. My heart touches what happened with faith. My eyes of faith see it. And I believe that Jesus died on the cross because I believe that your word is true. So we believe everything we receive from the Lord, we receive in our spirit. So when John says some didn't believe, it's because they were looking at Jesus from a natural standpoint. Well, we know where he was born. We know who his natural father is. We know who his natural mother is. We know, you know, this about him. And you know, if he had like, you know, teased them or something when they were young, he's the one that chased me around when I was young. They kept attaching uh, him to the natural and they missed the supernatural. Good morning, Jean. God bless you today. Hallelujah. Thanks for joining us today. And so they, they kept looking at Jesus from a natural standpoint instead of who he was and and they miss the supernatural good morning quad god bless you today they miss the supernatural and you know what we do that in our lives too the same way we you know we get mad I don't know about you but I get frustrated sometimes with the disciples I'm like what's wrong with them you know, they, they were with Jesus. They saw the miracles, all this stuff. And then yet they questioned and they didn't understand. And then when he rose from the dead, they were like, oh, he someone took his body. It's like, he just told you he was going to raise from the dead in three days. Count. One, two, three. Here we are. He's gone. He's raised. No, they still were like, it wasn't until they saw it. Then they were like, oh, now I believe. <laughs> and we were like, dude you know what he told you about? Why? We have more revelation than they did. Good morning, mom. God bless you. You know, not only do we have that, we have what happened before that, you know, and and they had what happened before that, but then we have also what happened after it. We know what the disciples went and did after. And so we have more confirmation, right? They, they, they just had what they had and they had to trust and believe with their heart. Well, we do the same thing that the disciples do. You know, we do it. There are areas in our life that we continue to struggle with that Jesus has already delivered us from. You know, if a symptom shows up in our body, we look and we're so familiar, like they were so familiar who the natural Jesus was that they miss the supernatural. And so that's what we'll do. We're so familiar with the symptoms. Oh, well, I know when I have this symptoms, here comes the cold. And usually when I have a cold, it lasts for three weeks. And oh yeah, most of the time I get bronchitis and then, you know, the asthma starts acting up and then I'll probably be in the doctor's office sitting, you know, get, we go through this whole thing with what we're familiar with. And so we need to remember that uh, we don't have to attach ourselves to the natural. Amen. We don't have to, we don't have to just be led and, and, and go by natural things. We have a supernatural God. And he's already done everything for us where our healing is concerned. And so we can say, instead of being real familiar with what the symptoms are doing in our body, we should be real familiar with what the word says about our healing. Jesus bore my sickness and he carried all of my pain. And by his stripes, I am healed. I was healed. And so if I was, I am healed. And so if I become real familiar with that, I won't miss that flow of healing and that flow of anointing. They missed it. In Matthew chapter 13, 58, it says that their unbelief, their offense, because they failed to recognize who he was, who he really was, they st- it stopped them from receiving healing. Yet Jesus, everywhere he went, the flow of healing was around him. And, and he ministered, and everywhere they went, it says he healed them all, except right here. He could not. It didn't say he wouldn't. He said he couldn't. And be, why? It, I like what Amplified Classic says. It says in, uh, of Matthew, it says of uh, Matthew 13:58. Here it is right here. It says, because of their lack of faith in the divine mission of Jesus, they were not healed. He could not do any mighty work. Ah, wow. Yeah. Everywhere he went, he healed them all. But they could not get in the flow of his healing because of their unbelief and because of their lack of faith in who he really was. They had more faith in who he was in the natural, more familiar, I can't say that word, they were more familiar with who he was in the natural than who he was, that he was sent from God for for his divine mission. And so we need to make sure that when we come to him in faith, just as we received him in our heart, our faith touched him uh, uh, when he died on the cross. We weren't there physically to see it or to touch it, but our heart touches that. We don't say, I believe that Jesus died on the cross with my brain. It's with our heart that we believe, and that is how we are saved. We confess it as well. And so same way with our healing, we say, I believe with my heart that Jesus bore my sickness. He carried my pain. I say it. It requires a verbal response. I say it with my mouth. Amen. Amen. And so as we go into prayer, if there's areas that we are still struggling in, know that Jesus desires that you don't struggle in any area. He won the victory for you. And so we attach ourselves to him and his divine mission, and we align with him and we have his victory. His victory was bought for you and I, amen. It was for you and I. And so we exercise, like it says in John, he gave them the right, the authority to be his children and to have his name. Hallelujah. And so we have his name. And so when we pray, we believe. That's right. We believe with our heart and we receive it as we confess it in faith. Amen. Glory to God. We're not going to be like those who miss the flow of divine healing, those who miss the flow of divine miracles. We're not going to be as them. We're not going to look at the natural and, and be familiar with that so much that we miss the supernatural flow of God. Amen. Glory to God. Father, we just thank you for the privilege and opportunity to come together in faith and to come, I just see ourselves this morning in a big circle, holding hands together. And, and, and the person that's like we're all facing is the father himself. <laughs> we're holding his hands. We're all in a prayer chain together. Just all together praying with the father this morning, partnering with him. And we're just huddled up together. Hallelujah. Real close. Get in real close. Get in real close. So we're in the flow. Amen. Father, I thank you that you want to be in fellowship constantly with us. You want a relationship that's close. You don't want us far away from you. You said to draw nigh. As much as we draw nigh, you draw nigh. And so, Father, we get real close to you this morning. We're huddled up together with you this morning. And and we're uh, coming to you in faith. You said to come boldly. And so we know we belong here. We belong here because Jesus made us worthy to belong here. Jesus made the way for us to come into your presence, to stand with you, to pray, Father God. And so we come boldly this morning. And we exercise our right and privilege as children of God, your children. Oh, I thank you, Father. You said in the word, it says, as many as received Jesus, to them gave he power, the right, the authority to be children of God. And so we know we've come to you, Jesus, because we know you're the way, the truth, and the life. And so we come to you, we've received your life, we've believed with our heart, we've confessed with our mouth, and we draw close to you today. And so, Father, we thank you for your plans and your purposes. We thank you for all the things that you are showing us about who we are in you. We know that apart from you, oh, we've tried that, apart from you, we didn't accomplish as much as we have with you. And so we draw near to you and we stay close to you. And we know that a life that is lived in constant fellowship and communion with you is a life of stability, a life of strength a life of renewed purpose, a life of renewed strength and joy. And that is the life we live in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. That's the the life that has made us free from the law of sin and death. We no longer attach ourselves to sin and death. Those ways, those behaviors are no longer a part of our thinking or our way of doing things, but we have put on new behaviors. We have put on the behaviors that align to the kingdom of God, to your righteousness, to your way of doing things, because we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, and we are dressed in robes of righteousness. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. So then sin no longer has a hold and sin no longer has a foothold in our lives in the name of Jesus. We can put that off as easily as we put off wrong thinking, as easily as we put off wrong behaviors. We just put that off because we have the power of the Holy Spirit and the strength of God. We have divine might on the inside, strengthening our inner man so we can stand up against any Uh, any tactic, any pattern of the devil, we can conquer that. We can overcome that. We're not ignorant of the patterns or ways of the devil, but we are keen to it. And we have on the whole armor of God. And so we are able to stand. We're able to stand. We have strength, inner strength to stand. Having done all to do, we stand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you, Father God, our feet are shod, hallelujah. Oh, with the preparation of the gospel of peace, we have on the belt of truth, hallelujah. Glory to God, the helmet of salvation, protecting our mind. And we do have control over the thoughts that come. We cast down every imagination and every high thing that would exalt itself. Oh, hallelujah, glory to God, glory to, we don't let it. We don't let it. We don't let it. We don't let it. Hallelujah. We have the power and ability of the holy spirit to cast it down right now in jesus name in jesus name there's no other name that's higher than the name of jesus and we cast down every thought every thought that would exalt itself against the knowledge of god oh we know what god's word says we know what god is we know who he is we know what he's done and nothing can exalt himself higher than him in our lives and so we cast down All of those thoughts that would come. We have the power to do it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for showing us today. Oh, for showing us today your way. Your way. Your way is higher. You said your ways are not like our ways. Your ways are higher than our ways. And so we look to you for your ways your way of doing things today and father we are fully ready to embrace the things that you desire for us to embrace we wrap our arms around them and we bring them to us tightly everything that you would like us to pursue we pursue today and we lay aside anything that does not please you we lay aside any thought any, any way, any behavior that doesn't please you because we desire the plans and purposes of God to come to pass in our lives. And so we pursue you. We pursue you. Oh, we thank you, father. We fellowship with you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We fellowship with your word. There's nothing like the fellowship of faith. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord, bless the Lord. We thank you today for your inner strength. And we believe with all of our heart that no matter what obstacle is in front of us today, no matter what tactic the enemy thinks he's going to try to distract us with today, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And this is the faith that we have on the inside of us is overcoming faith, world overcoming faith on the inside of us today. And so we exercise that faith right now in Jesus name, in Jesus name, begin to see yourself. If, if, you know, maybe, uh, there are things in your life that has had you bound, and has had you, uh, just stuck in a place, uh, or has had your thoughts, uh, just so much thoughts that go, uh, counter to what the word of God says, uh, all of those things, you know, or maybe, you know, uh, issues in, in, in marriage or with your children or in, in things, just see yourself in a different place with those things. So uh, if you're constantly arguing with your spouse or your children, uh, just run through, let your mind think about a moment of you just enjoying your husband's company or your wife's company or your children and just a household of peace. Just imagine a whole day filled with the peace of God. Let that run through your imagination. Let that be in your thought life today. Just let that run through because see, you're always thinking about something and people are like, that, that's positive thinking and that I don't believe in that stuff. Well, you're doing negative. Negative thinking. We turn thoughts over in our mind every day that are negative. We play out the worst-case scenario every day. We, we do that naturally. That's how we're wired. To see the, oh, oh, this is going to happen, then this leads to this, then that. We're good at doing that. We tell our children, if you don't stay in school, you're not going to be able to get a good job. If you don't get a good job, you're not going to be able to supply for your family. If you don't supply for your family, you'll be living out on the street. You'll be holding signs. We go through that whole scenario. What did we do? How did we come up with that? We turn those thoughts over at some point in our minds. Well, turn some good thoughts over in your mind. And it's not positive thinking it's faith thinking (laughs) it's the word of God. It's putting what the word sees the word and God, how he sees you is how the word sees you, that's his thoughts. Turn those over in your mind. He sees you with a flourishing marriage. He sees you with your children who obey, who who are a blessing to you. How it says in Proverbs, read those scriptures and imagine uh, that in your life. The same goes for healing in your body. It says that the word is healing and health to all your flesh if you'll take it in and if you'll speak the word. And so do it do what the word says and you'll have what the word says you'll have amen you'll have what it says you have if if you'll do what it says to do amen glory to god and so we thank you father for showing us what we need today and as you show us we obey hallelujah we obey we obey because we know that there is blessing in obedience. And so we allow ourselves, we give ourselves the permission to imagine our lives lived in the way that you designed our lives. We give ourselves permission to imagine today. We thank you and we praise you for it in Jesus name. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your help. Always. We always have your help. And I thank you, Jesus, that you're always leading us to victory. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, be blessed today in all you do. Know and acknowledge God in all of your ways. Acknowledge him. Don't lean to what you know in your natural understanding, but let the wisdom of God flow to you today. Know him and who he is and the power that's at work in you. Become real familiar with that. And let's step away from being real familiar with this natural world and set of circumstances and what typically happens and the statistics and this being this side effect and this and that all the natural stuff. We can quote all that. Did you know the you know I heard someone say the fact the the the, uh, the vaccine and all of the stuff about that the side effects and this and that. We're so familiar with those things. Oh, we have so much faith in the side effects of this or in the side effects of that. But then when we say, well, the word says this, our mind goes, what? Uh, That doesn't make sense. You know what? We're more familiar with the natural. And if we are, we're going to miss the supernatural and we're not going to get in the flow of healing. We're going to stop the flow of healing and miracles in our life. And I am not that girl. I will not be that girl. Amen. I I will not be that girl. I thank God for his word. And I believe everything that he says and everything he says is higher than what anything else in the world says. And I put my faith in that. I put my faith in that. Amen. Glory to God. Well, have an awesome day. I'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow's Friday. And you know what we do on Fridays. We praise God bless